Good morning from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. Welcome back to the second hour of Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'm a horticulturist, landscape designer, and garden author. And this hour is dedicated to all my listeners and callers so that we can get your questions answered. Last week, we had so many calling at the end that Lizzie couldn't take your calls. And so if you have a gardening question, this is the time to do it, okay? And so we're not going to have an interview this weekend. I'm going to be talking about my Brandywine Garden Extravaganza Tour, okay? We've had some spots open up, and I want to tell you how you can come with me and visit some beautiful palatial gardens and the Philadelphia Flower Show. So I'll be talking about that. And also, too, uh, John Denver is going to be the star of the show, Really? You want them now? No. I'm, okay. I'm going to talk. I'm going to do some text messages and then we'll get to John Denver. So I've got some really great text messages. So I'm very excited. So one is when would be a good time to plant native bloodroot seeds? Okay. So now if you don't know what bloodroot is, it is a beautiful little flower that pops up in the springtime that is very, very, it's a Southern culture, so Southern literature has bloodroot in all of the, the um, novels that have, that talk about the South. And in the springtime, bloodroot pops up and it's just gorgeous. So how do you do the seeds? And so you can just plant the seeds. They need to be fresh so they can't be dried and germinate. So when you're planting them, you just need to let them, you know, um, if you've got bloodroot in your yard, then go ahead and cover a little netting, a uh, little hose, uh, nylon netting around the, the flower so that when the flower pops its seeds, then you'll save them, okay? And you want to plant them when they're fresh and put them in, uh, you know, you can just germinate them in a uh, little pots or containers, uh, little seed pots, and then plant them when they emerge. Okay. So bloodroot is just beautiful. It is native to zone eight. So my texture lives in Tallahassee. So it's perfect uh, for, uh, for growing bloodroot there. And it's just beautiful. Now we can't grow bloodroot in central or South Florida, but here's what I'm going to tell you. You can plant rain lilies. Zephyranthus rain lilies uh, are just gorgeous. They're a staple in my garden. I have white, orange, pink, and yellow, but the whites remind me of bloodroot. Okay. And so if you're in central and South Florida, you can find rain lilies and they're kind of, you can find them as bulbs for sale in the box stores and in the nurseries, but you can also go to my favorite catalog, my favorite plant catalog, plantdelights.com. Plantdelights.com. Plant Delights is one word, mm-hmm. and it is a fantastic uh, uh, catalog for buying plants that are native and non-native to, to Florida, the entire state. They have a lot of plants. They have a lot of agaves. They have a lot of bulbs, cannas that you can't find in the regular um, stores, nurseries. And that's good to know because, like you said earlier, sometimes you'll go to nurseries and they'll be like, ah, they they don't grow here, so go away. Yeah, but that's exa- good to know. That's good. So so plantdelights.com is a great catalog. And so you can get the Zephyranthus, go up to their website, uh, or plantdelights.com and look up rain lilies or zephyranthus. So I hope that uh, answers your question too. So we have got just a minute. I want to do uh, the John Denver song. You know, we have our uh, lovers of John Denver and we have our haters of John Denver. So if you're a hater, then you just want to not listen for like two minutes. And if you're a lover, get ready for inch by inch. Lizzie? I'm sorry. Can we play John Denver? He's walking in the studio right now. Mr. Shamar? No. <laughs> Shamar's here, but the John Denver song. John Denver. Didn't we didn't we take a vote on not playing him? <laughs> By inch, row by row, gonna make this garden grow. All it takes is a rake and a hoe and a piece of fertile ground. Inch by inch, row by row, 
Someone bless these seeds I sow. Someone warm them from below till the rain comes tumbling down. It has one more verse. No, that's it. That's all you get. Oh, that's all I get. That's all you get. <laughs> Sorry. All right. We, we, we want to make everybody happy that loves them, but then we don't want to overdo it for those who are just like trying you to vote them so, out. You are so, so wise. You're so wise, Lizzie. <laughs> all right. So let me go uh, to the next text messages. Um, I have a small black grasshopper with a yellow stripe. They're eating my amaryllis. How do I get rid of them? Okay, so I bought the most beautiful amaryllis, uh, 10 different varieties at the Florida Wildflower and Garden Festival. They were just gorgeous. And so I'm I'm concerned about the lubber grasshoppers too. They're the bane of my existence. They're mm-hmm. one of the three things that you can kill without any bad karma at all. And the first one <laughs> is snails and slugs. Okay, I, I grouped those together, snails and slugs. And then lubber grasshoppers, and then ex husbands. Okay, so that, oh, okay. That, gotcha. those are all, those three that you can kill without any bad karma whatsoever. <laughs> and so, yes, the lubber grasshoppers, they really they 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 lay their eggs near amaryllis so that they can eat that juicy thick leaf, which is really they they just love it. And so, how can you get rid of them when they're small? You can do a Mexican hat dance because they hatch in groups of 50 to 100. They're everywhere. And you can stomp on them. Or you can, um, you know, use a insecticide to kill them. And uh, you can spray them and they will die when they're small. Once they start to become adults, the only two things that can kill them are bricks. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, they do. They are not susceptible to any kind of insecticide, and so nothing eats them. They are just toxic and just horrible to your plants. So kill them, kill them, kill them. Birds don't eat them. Birds don't eat them. They taste so bad, and so no, there's nothing that they don't have any predators at all. And so, uh, you know, you get points for them if you kill them in the road <laughs> with your car. And they cost grease slicks. That's how many there are of them. Really? So when you start to see one, if you see one, you, there are two because they travel in pairs and, and multiples. Well, that's better than roaches because if you see one, you probably about have about 50 to 500 hidden somewhere else. Yeah, so, no, but, what, but lubber grasshoppers are, are bad. So you got to kill them when they're small. Um, but once you see them, you know, my dog used to hunt them. And Sheila, she would hunt them and she would she would chop them in two and then she would roll in them kind what? of yeah she would just she just wanted to kind of like to absorb the the smell kind of like she was a warrior and she was absorbing the spirit she must she must have been listening to your show <laughs> and she's like i want mommy i want to be mommy's favorite <laughs> and so she's she's amazing okay so so lover grasshopper's bad all right so uh what is the weed in your yard that is tall with blue flowers she's in tallahassee that's not a weed. That is a Florida native plant. It's called spiderwort, and it's gorgeous. I love it. But, you know, if you've got a lawn and you don't want flowers in your yard, then I guess you could call it a weed. Okay. But it's called spiderwort. They like wet soils. You'll see them in low-lying areas and areas that do get occasional, uh, you know, that have occasional flooding. But they're, they're great plants. I love them. Nice. Yeah, so spiderwort. Uh, and then also to Stan and Bartow says, cows, roosters, yes, but ha- absolute happiest creatures are the squirrels devouring the fuzzy tababuya pods. She, he says he wishes they'd clean up after themselves there. So we are going to be back with more of your gardening questions and text messages from Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Hi, Darcy the Cow here for Black Cow, the mature manure. Planting a sustainable vegetable garden helps to protect the environment, and there's nothing like knowing where your vegetables came from. Black Cow is a natural fertilizer with 10 times more nutrients than garden soil. Everything grows better with Black Cow, you know. That's blackcowkow.com. Black Cow. 
The mature manure flat cow. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro Zero Turn Mowers cut big yards down to size in less time, so you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features, like My Ride Suspension that take the ache out of acreage. Massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction and ultra-durable iron-forged cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro count on it. Visit Toro.com slash zero turn to find yours. Before we left the hospital, my daughter received her newborn hearing screening. It only took a couple of minutes and it was a painless test. When our son was born, the doctors tested his heart and found out his blood oxygen levels were low. As a dad, nothing is more important than your child's health. It was that initial screening that led to her early identification of hearing loss. And as a result, we found out about our baby's rare condition, which allowed us to review treatment options quickly. Go to floridanewbornscreening.com to learn more. Have fungus gnats invaded your potted plants? Control these pests with BTI, the active ingredient in Summit Responsible Solutions, Mosquito Bits. This naturally occurring bacterium kills mosquito larvae, and it also kills fungus gnat larvae in potting soil. Just follow the easy instructions on the label. Mosquito Bits are harmless to people, plants, and wildlife. Summit Mosquito Bits are available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Let's go to Rick in Vieira. You're on Better Lawns and Gardens. Rick, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning. Uh, I have a question. I saw it online of a Vitex tree yes. called a Texas lilac. Yes, I love them. And supposedly it blooms around the same time as a crepe myrtle, and you treat it about the same? Yes, it does. So Vitex uh, chase tree. They're called Vitex Chase Trees, C-H-A-S-T-E. Uh, they are also called Texas Lilac. Um, they're uh, a Vitex Agnus Castus is the Latin name for them. And so I love them. They're great butterfly attractors. They're a small tree that is like a small crepe myrtle, but they look more like lilac trees than they do crepe myrtles. Okay, and they they got beautiful flowers. The fragrance is amazing. They're a great pollinator attractor. I recommend them. So they're, it's a great tree. And those would grow down here with no problem? No problem whatsoever. 
I think they should be planted more often. Central and South Florida, North Florida, they do great in every part of the state. Any any particular requirements, fertilizer or pH or anything like that? Okay, well, so it takes full sun. Okay, so full sun. They are moderate um, water users, so during the rain or during the summertime, they'll get plenty of water. Uh, once a week watering is fine. And, you know, it's a flowering tree, Rick, so it's going to need fertilizer on a regular basis, okay? So if it okay. flowers, it's deciduous, it um, is younger than seven years, and it, or it has insects or disease issues, you want to fertilize on a regular basis. And that's all plants, shrubs, and trees. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. That's a Thank great you. plant. It's, some, it's one that should be planted more often, all right? So that's well, great. I'm going to start. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So if you'd like to give us a call, this is all about you this hour. So one 455 2967 or you can text me at 23680, and Lizzie will take your calls. We would love to hear from you. Also, too, if you missed a part of the show and you didn't hear it or you'd like to go back through, I have over 200 shows on audioboom.com, and all you got to do is Google Better Lawns and Gardens on audioboom.com. That's A-U-D-I-O-B-O-O-M, as in Mary, dot com. And just search for Better Lawns and Gardens. And you can see all the shows from the last uh, two years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you can, and you'll see the topics we discussed during each show. Lizzie, do you know what? What? I'm coming up on 20,000 downloads. What? Yes. The show I love is- that. So we're right at 19.5. So sometime in the next couple of weeks, we'll get 20,000. So, you know, if I would love for you to check it out. Also, too, if you'd go to our Facebook page and you can review us, give us a five. Lizzie and I would love that. Be so happy. And then also, too, you're welcome to comment or send in your garden photos and I will post them. So a big shout out to Bob and Jim and Beverly in mm-hmm. Tallahassee. We've got a great group in Tallahassee. I would love for you in the Miami area, Fort Lauderdale, and uh, also Port St. Lucie area to uh, give us a call. And, uh, you know, uh, just give us a call or listen in. Go to our Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. So let's go to any recommendations for cleaning and care of gardening tools and hand clippers. That's a great question, and it's so important. So I want to tell you that if you have a lawn maintenance company and they are cutting your plants in your landscape, you're going to want to make sure that before they touch any plants in your yard, that they have clean equipment and they have sterilized it, sterilized their gardening shears, their pruners from the last home or yard they came from. That's very, very important. Okay, so how do you clean uh, your tools? So you want to clean the mud and dirt off. You know, you clean it off with a scrubbing brush. You know, you can use your barbecue scrubbing brush or your kitchen scouring. You know, just buy one for your tools and just scrub off the mud and any dirt that's on them. Then you also want to rub wax over the shears, and that prevents them from getting stuck. Uh, You can also, too, what you need to do is after every plant that you cut, especially if they have disease issues, you want to sterilize them. And you can sterilize them with rubbing alcohol, uh, hydrogen peroxide, bleach. And so just dip them in and just carry a little spray bottle or spray mm-hmm. your shears and cut them before you go to the next next shrub or tree. Right. Then you can also moisturize, and it sounds funny, moisturize <laughs> your garden tools. That's what I'm talking uh, about. <laughs> with linseed oil, and that'll keep them from rusting. And then to prevent them from getting rust, Stick them into sand, buckets of sand. Oh, okay. What? Wait, wait, repeat that? Okay, so, you know, you have your tools and they're all clean and you're getting going to put them away in your garden shed or on your patio area. Have a bucket of sand, just regular clean sand. Mm-hmm. Stick your tools in it and that will prevent them from getting rust. Really? Yeah. All Isn't right. Isn't that great? So it's a great question. Let's go to... Tallahassee, good morning. How can I help you? Hey, uh, Teresa. I'm about 20 miles. Hi, Jeffrey. How are you? Hey, very good. Uh, Let me ask you this. I'd I'd like to ask you a question, and I have two quick comments. My question is, uh, 
I think T. All of they've been uh, blooming for just seems like forever, and they have some uh, blooms on them. They're about 12 feet tall, and I want to cut them back. Is this a good time? That the bloom, there aren't as many blooms right now. Is this, a, is this a suitable time to do that? Yes. Okay, so tea olives basically bloom all year round sporadically. They do their main, main blooming in spring and summer. So, you know, in the wintertime, February, March, I would cut them back then. But you can go ahead and cut them back now if there's not too many blooms on them, and they'll be just fine, not a problem. Very good. Okay, the comments I want to make is that uh, the, the hummingbirds have uh, arrived back here. I had my cell phone in the backyard yesterday, and my cell phone's red, and one of them came down and almost sat on mine. Oh my goodness! How wonderful! So, so they're they're back uh, here in this area, and I also want to say that over the years, all the gardening and outdoor work I do. I do according to the uh, Farmer's Almanac. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you've mentioned this much on your show or talked much about it. Uh, but in any event, uh, of course, this is a new moon right now. And this is the next two or three days are just a terrific time for people who've never heard of the Farmer's Almanac. This is a terrific time to do any kind of planting or soil work right now, the next three days. So I keep up with that and have done it for years. So I uh, think that there is a great deal of credibility to it. Thank you so much, Jeffrey. I certainly do appreciate it. I love hearing of the cell phones. People should hang out their red cell phones. The hummingbirds will come from them. That's great. Thank you so much. Let's go to uh, the text messages. Do you like to give me a, a gardening question? one 455 or if you want to text, you can text us at 23680. Uh, this uh, person says, as a youngster growing up in Ormond Beach, or Ormond, many years ago, their parents paid us, our parents paid us to catch and kill the lubber grasshoppers. Lizzie, he says none of them became millionaires. Uh, well, I don't <laughs> understand because we have so many in the state of Florida. <laughs> I wonder how much they got paid. Probably like a nickel per 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 grasshopper. That's great. So uh, boric acid powder works on lubbers. This text message that says main ingredient in hotshot is available at the box office stores. Okay, that's fine. Uh, boric acid is going to kill anything <laughs> that you put on it. Just be careful where you use it. Okay, that's just follow the instructions. Follow the label. So boric acid is not equipped for that you know, labeled for insect pest control. So that's the one issue is that you got to be careful where you're using some of these household products because outside it's not necessarily the place you can, you can kill other things, you know, that are beneficial with that boric acid too as well. So we want to make sure you do that. So uh, gardening stats, this is what I found interesting is that uh, the old farmer's almanac that Jeffrey was just talking about, their garden guide has some interesting stats in it from the 2021 National Gardening Survey. It said 89% of gardeners plan to garden more, and then 49% of new gardeners do so for their mental health. 29.3% of households have houseplants, and then 9% of growers buy only organic products. And then the number of households growing food is 53.6 million households. That's incredible. I love that. They're growing fruit or berries, herbs, or vegetables. And then the number of first-time gardeners in 2020 was 18.3 million people. So good for you. They say they spend an average annual amount spent on houseplants, $44.39. So that's really great. So in uh, John in Brookville, we're going to get to your gardening questions. We have a whole half hour here. Uh, so you can give us a call, one 888 455-2967. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? 
going through a divorce. Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-432-3916. 800-432-3916. That's 800-432-3916. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 800 485 6003. 800 485 6003. Call right now. That number is 800 485 6003. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'm a horticulturist, landscape designer, garden author. You can find my books and find out more about me 
on my website, which is www.she-consulting.com. And I would love to go. We haven't had a chance to talk about the Brandywine Tour, uh, Lizzie, but it's great. We're going to be visiting beautiful palatial gardens, which um, is Chanticleer, the Longwood Gardens, and Winterthur. And this is going to be an amazing behind-the-scenes and just a beautiful tour. We're also going to spend one day, if you'd like, to go to the Philadelphia Flower Show. That's an extra. But we're also going to get to meet Benjamin Franklin and John Bartram. Oh, that's exciting. It, it's, it's going to be a great, great tour. Uh, we It's going to be from June 14th through the 17th. You can go onto my website, she-consulting.com, and you can find out more about it. I only have a few more spots. There was a couple that opened up. We were completely full, but there was a couple that opened up. And so I want to give everybody a chance. There was a lot of people who wanted to go, and they said they, they couldn't get in, and now I'm letting everybody know. We've got a few I more spots. I love that. So that is great. Let's go to Dawn in Brookville. Good morning, Dawn. Thank you for staying through to the, the, the break there. You're very welcome, and thank you for taking my call. I appreciate you. i got a couple of questions, if I may. Sure. I've got a severe case of collar weeds. Okay. And they're taking over. I just put in uh, some new bahia grass, and they're coming up everywhere. And also, the second question would be, what's the best fertilizer to use on bahia? Okay, great questions. All right, so now I'm just going to ask you, Don. do you live on a shoreline or a lake? Uh, no, ma'am. No. Okay, so this is really unusual. So this is the issue with dollarweed. Dollarweed is an aquatic plant. It only grows in water, shorelines, lakefronts, uh, low-lying areas, or areas that are watered too much. Okay, so you just put in a Bahia lawn. So how often did you water it? Every day. Okay, that's kind of the issue there. So I want you to cut back on the watering, all right? And so you want to water Bahia. How long has your turf been in? It's been in right at a month now, a little okay. over a month. Okay. And with, with the rain yesterday, we've had quite a bit of, we had about four inches of rain the other day. So Okay, so that's going to really be, wet. yeah, it's really wet. So I want you to cut back on the watering. Bahia grass doesn't need a lot of water. It is established. And so you're going to, um, I don't want you to put an herbicide on it right now. So just go ahead and let the rain happen. If it rains, I only want you to water that Bahia grass once a week. Okay, so if you get rainfall, I don't want you to water, okay? That's going to get rid of the dollar weed a little bit. I don't want you to put any herbicide on it right now, though, because you're trying to establish that, that Bahia grass. And even though it's established and it's growing, putting an herbicide on it, is going to, which would be 2,4-D dicamba, is going to deter the roots. Uh, so I don't want you to really do anything except cut back on your watering, okay? Okay. All right, okay. that'll be Thank good. You. Now, for those people who are listening, if you need to water your turf, you water it once a day, new turf, once a day for the first week. You water once every two days the second week, and then you water every three days the third week, and then you're on that schedule of twice a week watering. Okay, so now what's your second question? Did you cut him off? Lizzie, Don in Brookville, call back. Okay, Lizzie, I'm going to deduct so your pay. So, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Don in Brookville, call back. We do want to talk to you. I, I'm going to take your second question, okay? So call back. Let's go to Alice. Good morning, Alice. How can I help you? Well, I just uh, wondered. <laughs> uh, you mentioned something about waxing waxing your tools uh-huh. and the only wax that I could think of that I've got in the house is Vaseline. Okay. And I wondered if, if I could put a little Vaseline on my on my trimmers so that they would work a little better because they have been sticking. Yes. You could also use WD-40. Okay. So you, oh, yeah. I never thought of that. Okay. So WD-40 have... would, would, would work too as well. Oh, okay. Great. Thank okay. you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. Great question. I'm waiting to hear back from Don. We're saving a spot for Don. <laughs> so sorry, Don. Please call back. <laughs> um, there you go. So, uh, okay. So 
I have a question, and it would really help if when you text or call, let us know where you're calling from or texting from so I can give you more specific answers. Because, you know, what we would do in North Florida, it could be different in South Florida. So if you just know your city and put that in your text messages, that would help me out tremendously. All right, so this question is, what is the best time of the year to prune hibiscus trees? And I will tell you, it's after they flower. Okay, so they bloom all year round, especially if you're in South Florida. Hibiscus blooms all year round. And so, you know, you don't want to cut off those blooms. But if you want to keep it as a standard, as a little small tree, you're going to have to. So, you know, they're not very big when they're kept as standards. So you could just clip off that a flower that's died, just go ahead and just clip that area behind it off and just keep it at that shape. So that's a really easy thing to do. If you want to let it go and you're not cutting it so often, then I would say that cut it in the springtime and then cut it again in August. Okay. And uh, that way it'll be easy for you to keep it in that little ball shape, standard uh, little crown there at the top of the trunk of the tree. You'd like to give us a call? This is hour is dedicated to all the garden callers. You can call us at one 455 2967 Got a lot of text messages here. I'm going to be getting to them, and I will let you know. And, uh, Lizzie, we are going to be right back, right? No, we got one minute? We got one minute. You need a cup of tea. I'm telling you, I must have forgot my... You know what it is? It's Shamar's fault. Shamar's, Shamar's in here training with me, and I it just... His voice just gets me, and I'm like, oh, is, who hang, who's hanging out with me today? I feel like somebody <laughs> famous is in here with me. It's, so, Shamar, you got to say good morning so we can hear that lovely voice. Good morning, everybody. See, there you go. Okay, so we're all a tizzy here in the studios here then. Okay, so, Lizzie, get your act in order. Working on it, working okay, on it. There you go. All right, so great text messages coming up. I'm going to talk about blossom end rot on zucchini and squash. We have a question about desert roses and a book on a Christian planning guide for gardening. I'm going to check that out. Ah, that's very interesting. Yeah, there you go. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. I'm Teresa Watkins. We've got 15 minutes more in this segment. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Hi, Darcy the Cow here for Black Cow, the mature manure. Planting a sustainable vegetable garden helps to protect the environment, and there's nothing like knowing where your vegetables came from. Black Cow is a natural fertilizer with 10 times more nutrients than garden soil. Everything grows better with Black Cow, you know. That's blackcowkow.com. Black Cow, the mature manure, Black Cow. Looking to make your garden fresh and new this spring? Quality Green Specialists in DeLand has what you're looking for. Fancy shrubs, large trees like magnolias and hollies, beautiful flowers like supertunias and azaleas, olives, citrus, peaches, blueberries, vegetables and herbs too. Enjoy gardening at its best. Select from our quality fertilizers and organics like azomite. Great plants, sustainable products. Friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, DeLand and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Running is a sport that's embraced by many people. There's something special about the open air, being alone with your thoughts, and maybe with a competitive spirit to see if you can better your last run. But today I have a question. Right now, are you running from God? Maybe you're running from a broken relationship when God is calling you to reconcile. Or you're running from a life you know isn't God's best for you. Or you're just trying to get away from heavy responsibilities. Whatever the reason, I have to tell you that it's foolish to try and run from God. Think about it. There is nowhere on the face of the earth that you can escape him. And sadly, sometimes we have to hit rock bottom before we realize we're running the wrong way. Which way are you running right now? Isn't it time to stop running from God and start running with God? This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. 
life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and we are taking your gardening questions and text messages. Thank you very much. We've got Henry and Georgina coming up, and we've got some great text messages coming up, too, as well. Let's go to Henry in Windermere. Good morning, Henry. How are you this morning? Oh, fine. Top of the morning to you, Teresa. I'm in a pickle, and I'm hoping you can help. Okay. I've got oak trees that are growing. They're about 25 years old, growing along my, my brick wall. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've had one su- supposedly expert tell me that the uh, the roots aren't causing problems as far as the uh, uh, fissures in the wall, cracks in the wall, etc. And um, as explained to me, if you see the, I think they were referred to as buttress roots. Mm-hmm. They grow along along the wall. <clears throat> And the position was that the uh, tree roots aren't causing the problem, that the roots grow the path of least resistance, which means they would have to uh, grow um, considerable depth um, depth underneath the wall, et cetera, et cetera. Then I have the uh, another so-called expert telling me that, yes, the trees, the, um, the roots are causing the problem, and to, uh, to prevent any future damage, I, I need to have the trees removed. So I'm, I'm in a pickle. Okay. Well, you're not in a pickle anymore because you called the right spot. So I'm going to ask you, I don't want any names of companies, okay? I don't want any names. But the first company that told you that the roots go down deep and they not, they're not causing a problem, was it a certified arborist company? No, actually, the, the first gentleman that explained to me that the roots – are not the problem, aren't causing a problem because you'll you see these huge, massive roots growing along the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, a, believe it or not, a structural engineer. Okay. That was, that, that was the first individual. Okay. So, um, so I'm just going to tell you that how far away is the, or I'm going to ask you, how far away is the base of the trunk from the brick wall? Unfortunately, it's, very, very close. I would say um, maybe 12 inches maximum. Okay. So I'm going to tell you that tree is going to take that brick wall out. Okay. Okay. So only because oak tree roots, and this is why when you have a a, a specific disease, you don't just go to a general practitioner or, you know, somebody else. You go to the specific disease doctor. Okay, so certified arborists know how trees grow. Structural engineers 
have deal with it in their building, but they he, this person didn't obviously understand what he was what we, what he was telling you. So the surface roots of oak trees go out three hundred feet, okay, and they're in the first top six to eight inches of soil. So you are going to see structural damage, especially after the tree is twenty five years old and probably thirty feet tall, that it's going to start to move that wall. Okay, so I would mm-hmm. definitely that second person, and, and, and this is where we want to use certified arborists when we're deducing a problem with our trees. Always get a certified arborist, and the one that told you that it's going to need to be removed is right. Well, I got to tell you, thank you so much. Thanks for being there for us. You, you don't. I have fretted over this because I, you know, I love my trees, but at the. the um, you know, at the same time, I just can't afford to keep rebuilding the uh, the wall. It's quite expensive, very very labor intensive. I I put them in. I understand exactly how you're feeling. You should not plant a tree, um, you know, closer than ten to fifteen feet away from a a wall. Well, thank you so much, Tracy. You just you made my day. You made my weekend. God thank, bless you. Thank, thank you. you so much, Henry. I appreciate the call. So always use a certified arborist. Let's go to Georgine in Altamont Springs. We're going to get through all of these, Lizzie, I promise you. Good morning, Georgine. How can I help? Hi, Teresa. Um, I have a uh, plumbago bush, uh-huh. and it's quite old. Uh, and I, I do different things to it, like sometimes I cut it back and sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. What is the proper way to handle this problem? Well, you just cut it whenever you want. Okay, Georgine, really? really, because it blooms all year round, and especially in Altamont Springs, they don't go dormant. And so I would cut them just as a general rule because I just do my, 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 my cleanups at two times a year, and I would just cut it after the winter time. any winter damage, cut it then, and then cut it again in August. So, But if okay. it's bothering you, you can cut it without any problem at all. It'll flush right back out again. Any particular kind of uh, fertilizer to use? I would just use a general fertilizer, whatever you're fertilizing your yard with. They're really, they're really grow, they grow very nicely. They're not really high feeders. So whatever you're putting on your lawn will probably be just as good if it's over that area. A 10, 10, 10, 6, 6, 6, 8, 8, 8 is fine. Okay. That's all my problem. Thanks. You're Lisa. welcome. Thank you. Let's real quickly take Alan. Good morning, Alan. You've got, uh, you were wanting to talk about the bucket of sand and tools and you have a comment. Yes, uh, it's my belief that I I put uh, some of my drain oil from my car uh-huh. in the sand. Uh-huh. That's what actually keeps the rust down. And if you like, if your shovel is rusty, you just you, you just take the bucket of sand, take the shovel, and just shove it down. Uh, yeah continually for a little while into the bucket. Uh-huh. And it'll scrape the rust right off. Yeah, it will. But the oil in the bucket. The oil in the bucket is what really. Uh, stops the rust. Right. Well, so what I'm talking about is that after you clean it and it's already got the linseed oil on it or the WD-40 or whatever oil you're putting on it and then stick it in the sand, you get the same effect. Right. Okay. And the fellow that called in about the dollar weed. Yes, sir. He was asking what to use as a a, uh, chemical to remove it. I know. I know. And that's what Uh, I told him not to do that. So that's what I don't want him to do because it's a new lawn. And you don't want to put a yeah, herbicide right. on a new lawn, okay? That was my only All thing. Right. All right? Thank you, Alan, for listening. Right. I appreciate Bye-bye. it. All right, so let's real quickly go through these uh, text messages. Thank you so much to everybody who texted and called today. Lizzie, we had a great time, didn't I'm we? I'm telling you what, I love the fact that our listeners are just chiming in. Oh, I love it. All right, so I'm having a problem with blossom end rot on my zucchini and squash, and how do I fix it? Okay, so there's two reasons why your squash and zucchini are getting where they're rotting at the bottom. One is poor pollination. Okay, so if it doesn't get pollinated, it's going to start to rot. This is just Mother Nature. Okay, so you want to make sure you're doing um, that you have uh, good pollination. And then the second reason is blossom end rot. And blossom end rot, now here's, I just want everyone to pay attention real carefully, is caused by a calcium deficiency. Okay, so now, but listen to me, putting calcium on it is not going to cure the blossom end rot. We don't need to put calcium in Florida on our plants unless you get a soil test. Okay, 
but the calcium deficiency comes from the infrequent or inconsistencies of watering. So you want to be you know, consistent with your watering, make sure it's getting adequate water so that those nutrients and that the flow of its circulation flow can, 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 um, you know, distribute those nutrients to the plant. So blossom and rot is, can, is a calcium deficiency, but it's not putting calcium on. It doesn't help it. You want to make sure you're watering correctly and consistently, not over water, not underwater, just consistently. I hope that helps. All right. Let's go to uh, Gail in Rockledge. Thank you so much, Gail, for listening to the show. Do you recommend some shade, especially in the summer, for desert rose? And can you prune them to make them bushier? How dry can you let this plant get? That's a great question, Gail. Desert rose. Think about it. Desert and a rose. Roses need full sun. And the desert rose is a type of succulent. So it's very drought tolerant. I would not water it at all all in the uh, summertime and, you know, maybe in the wintertime, not necessarily at all. So if it's outside, you don't have to worry about watering. If it's inside, like on your patio, I would say once a week in the summertime is plenty, okay? And then in the wintertime, not at all, okay? But kind of take a, 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 a kind of looking at your plant. You don't want it to be wrinkled. You want it to be soft and lush and succulent looking. So, so, so if it's wrinkled, that means it's not getting enough water, that trunk. Okay. That bulb at the base, if it's wrinkled up, it's not getting enough water. All right. Now, the other thing is when can you cut it? You can cut it whenever you want. Uh, you can trim it down. Some people like to bonsai it where it kind of looks like it has multiple tiered layers, but you can make them nice and thick by cutting them back. All right. And you know what? You can try and put that part that you cut back into another pot and see if it roots. It could do that. All right. So then we got the Christian planting guide. So she says, my neighbor used a Christian planting guide for gardening. She's now gardening in heaven. And she didn't ask where she got it. Okay. And so I don't, I, I don't know the book, so I can't help you with that. I'd like to give Dana Venrick a, a big thank you for coming in and talking to us about the trees in springtime and what to do with our fruit trees. We really appreciate him listening, or not listening, but advertising the Better Lawns and Gardens program. Big thank you to everybody out there. Uh, Shamar, thank you so much for coming in and, and learning the tricks. Lizzie, as always, you're, you're wonderful. I really do appreciate it. Appreciate you. You can listen to all of Better Lawns and Gardens on Audio Boom. You can check that out. Also, too, uh, we want to thank Summit Responsible Solutions, maker of mosquito bits and other environmentally responsible controls. It's always my recommendation to anyone who asks about what to do with mosquitoes in their lawn. Check out Summit Responsible Solutions. Join Lizzie and I next week for more Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. have a home that you don't want anymore we can buy it from you within 24 hours any home size or condition for over 20 years we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home are you moving did you lose your job going through a divorce whatever the reason if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast call the expert team at i need to sell my house fast we'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it no listing no waiting sell any home any size any condition now call the expert team at i need to sell my house fast make this free call now 800-432-3916 that's 800-432-3916